Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. But hey, we are in a series we are calling Take the Land. Take the Land. Uh, and we're, we're talking about, so God, he has a promised land for the people uh, of Israel that he promised to Abraham that I have a promised land for you and your descendants. And there were times where they needed to take the land. God had prepared it. He had said, this is yours. But there was a time where they needed to then take the land. Today, we not only just have a promised land, we have the promised one, Jesus, who came. And that through him, that now he has provided everything for us. The Bible says that everything that we need for life and godliness is provided through Jesus. That he has now done the finished works uh, so that now we can, not just for eternity, but that we can actually have an abundant life with him today. Uh, for peace, for wholeness, for joy, uh, for purpose, for flourishing in every area of your life, in relationships, in, in every bit way that you do. And as the Israelites had to take the land, it was for them, but I'm going to possess what God has for me, that, that we actually too, that we need to take the land, step into what God has prepared and planned for you today. And so we're, we're going to continue what we left off last week. Last week we talked about Moses. We started off. Moses was, uh, in Deuteronomy, he talked about what, what God said they could have done, but they didn't do. That, that God said, go into the promised land, but Moses and that whole generation never did go into the promised land. That, that we looked at actually the, the Israelites at the time on the cusp of the promised land, if they would have just leaned in a bit more, they would have been there. That they actually said this. It says they did not want to go in and they said, let's go back to Egypt. And we said last week, Egypt is actually a picture of the old way and what God has delivered you from. And we said that you can't go back. If you are to step into what God has for you, you can't go back. You need to press forward into what God has for you. Egypt or the old way can never be an option. I need to press forward. So we're going to continue where we left off last week. So Moses, now he's done Deuteronomy of saying his long speech. That's what Deuteronomy is, is his long speech, and he's dead. Um, We're going to pick it up in Joshua 1. Uh, Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, uh, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan uh, River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, You will be on land I have given to you. So God is saying to to Joshua, it is time once again to take the land, to go forward into what I've called you to do. That that as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. And then he says, from uh, the wilderness in uh, in the south of Lebanon mountains, in the north from the Euphrates River, in the east to the Mediterranean Sea, in the west including the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you 
as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail or abandon you. Then he says this. He says, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give to them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the, all the instructions Moses gave to you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will ha- be successful in everything you do. Study the book of instruction continually. Meditate it on d- uh, day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Not a suggestion. Not a when you feel like. But be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God, he speaks to Joshua. He says, go into the land. Lead these people into the land. It's not a suggestion. It's not how you feel. It is go into the land. Go into the land. And, and, and it's not just go however you want. He says this. He says he focuses before what he's to do. He actually says what you need to be. Yeah. That like because the, what, who you are will, will bring you there and actually keep you there. And so he says, be strong and courageous. Because you can't possess the land any which way. That you need to be strong and courageous. It takes courage and strength, courageous faith to take the land. It takes courageous uh, to take the land. A strong resolve. Uh, 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 Mentally to be, uh, this is the way we are going. Right? A courageous decisions, courageous faith of I'm going this way. And, and just as Joshua, we too need to be strong and courageous to take the land. To step out in faith into what God has for you. To walk in the plans, the call that God has for you. And just so you know, if you've never heard this yet, God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. You're not here by accident. It's not just like a dice roll and you were here. No, God planned for you to be here. And so he has a plan for you. But we need to have courageous faith, be strong and courageous to take the land. It takes courage. It takes strength to step out in what God says, what he's called you to do. It takes strength and courage to walk in the peace of God when there's chaos all around you. It takes strength and courage. It, it takes strength and courage to keep forgiving, to, to keep giving, to keep showing up, to, to keep being faithful. It, keeps, it takes courage and strength to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And not only in word, I'm going to do what that requires in leading my family to serve the Lord. It take, it, you need to be strong and courageous. It, it, it takes that to, to not go the easy route, but go the route that maybe is harder, but is integrous, and the one that God is calling you to. It takes courage and strength to take the land. You, you don't need courage and strength to stay in the wilderness. You really don't. 
The Israelites were not like, well, let's, let's take the land of the wilderness and wander and we'll be strong. No, they could just do that. But to take ground and take the land that God has for you, we need strong, courageous faith to be strong and courageous. But how do you, uh, how do, you do that? How do you be strong and courageous? And you might say, Josiah, listen, it's in the text. Like, you're a pastor. Read it. Um, it's in the text. Like, God is with you. Um, so be strong and courageous. Like, God's with you. Like, what else do you need? I would say, that's true. All what you need is God to be strong and courageous. But just knowing that God is with you is not enough. Because, and, and how do I know that? Well, the Moses and the previous generation that died off knew that God was with them. They, they, they knew he was with them, and yet they didn't actually, they didn't take that strong, courageous step to take the land. So they knew it, but knowing isn't enough. Knowing it just because you know doesn't mean automatically, oh, I'm strong and courageous. See, because of Jesus, today you and I, not only do we have God with us, but we have the Spirit of God inside of us. Romans 8.11 says, The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead today dwells in you and quickens your mortal body. So that means that we actually have something better than Joshua. That actually now, the Scripture says that we have better covenant, in other words, better, better like arrangement with God on better promises on Jesus we have something better, that through Jesus, all of, our pro- all of his promises for you today are yes and amen. You see a promise in the Bible, is that for me? Yes, it is. Because God has said it is for you. That, that we know that if he's given his son, he will not withhold any good thing. In Luke 10, 9, we see that he's given us all authority. Today, you have authority in Christ. That you, you have that. Yet, there are so many Christians who do not advance and take the land. We today have all of that. We have really, if you think, sure, we have everything we need to be strong and courageous, but many people don't take the land or take that strong, courageous step. We have everything we need. We have Jesus. What else do you need, Josiah? Well, nothing. He is all we need. Yet, there are, there are times where it's calling to be strong and courageous, but we don't step forward. So is it that, you know, some are born courageous and some are born not? No. No. So how do we be strong and courageous? How do we live in that way? I believe this is, I believe you can grow in your courage and your strength. That you can grow in your courage and your strength. The title of my message is this, is Practice Makes Courage. Practice Makes Courage. In, in Nashville, Tennessee, prior to May 10th, 1960, at uh, big department stores in downtown Nashville, they had eat-in lunch counters where you could get... Uh, a Nashville lunch, I guess. But what it was is they were actually racially segregated. That it was whites only at this counter. 
There was, you, you could only have, if you were white, you could be there. If you couldn't, you can't. If you're not, if you're any other color, you can't. Obviously, an injustice. Now, there were uh, a group of Christian students who organized, and they, they said, we're going to peacefully protest this, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to now, what is now today known as the Nashville sit-in. And what they did is their plan was for students of color that would sit in these, these, these segregated uh, lunch counters and they would take all the seats and not move. That was their form of peaceful protest. We're going to go in there. We're going to take all the seats and because obviously this is an injustice. This should not be. However, they needed to be strong and courageous to do that. Because they, like, they would be abused and assaulted verbally, physically, in, in every which way. And so know what they did? Is, is they, they actually, the, the organizers, what they did is they, they practiced. They actually had where they all sat and they practiced and they actually had hired people to come and actually berate them and practice them sitting in at the counter. And what did that do? That built courage in them so that when it came time, that when they were actually having the pressing, actually being attacked, they, had the, they were strong and courageous because they practiced before. It built courage in them. So that when it was, now it took three months of doing this, and then finally the, 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 the mayor of Nashville changed the law, and that, right, that wrong was righted. That wrong was righted. But, but they needed to practice, and practice makes courage. They practiced it. Practice produced courage. It built confidence. And they took the land. They, they righted something that was wrong. We see Joshua. In, in, in Joshua 1, we, we see him on, on, the, on the land. We hear, be strong and courageous. God is with you. When, in, in that moment, was Joshua like a wimp? And then he's like, oh, okay, here we, okay, here we go. I, I actually don't think so. Uh, now, we know that he had a different spirit. I think his spirit was a spirit of faith where he said yes to God, to be strong and courageous. But I believe that God had Joshua practice to build his strength and courage to take Jericho and the 33 other kings that were in the promised land. See, soon after they left Egypt, they were actually attacked. Uh, So they left Egypt. God delivered them from slavery. And the Amalekites right away attacked them. You can find this in Exodus 17. They attacked them. And Moses said to Joshua at the time, he was his assistant, uh, he said, listen, you take some men, you go fight them. I'm going to go up on this hill. That doesn't sound too good. (laughs) I'll go and you, yeah, yeah. But anyways, they go. He says, I'm going to raise my hand, but he's not just doing anything. He raises the staff. He says, I'm going to lift the staff of God. And as long as the staff was up, so on this mountain, as Joshua and his men were fighting, they were winning. Eventually, like your hands get tired in worship at the chorus, you're like, oh, thank goodness, a bridge. Um, but, but as his hands got tired. And so finally they realized, when my hands are down, 
uh, they're losing. But when the staff of God is up, I'm winning. So uh, Aaron came along and held his hands up, and they won. But that wasn't just like a, oh man, this is an inconvenience. We just got out of slavery. We're on our way, and the uh, Amalekites are attacking us. I think this was training. This was practice. See, that, that he was in battle, did he win because his swordsmanship? Well, maybe he could wield the sword a little bit and he, he could practice, but he saw that divinely God was intervening and he was winning because of the Lord. So it was, it was a practice for him. He saw now when I'm facing a battle that God is actually for me. It's not, just, it's not just I know about it, I've experienced it. I've experienced it. And that built something in him. I think it built courage. It built courageous faith. We see uh, when, when miracles happen in the desert or in the wilderness, when water was from a rock, when, when a bronze snake, look at the snake, you'll be okay. Uh, when, when the manna from heaven, I think that was in part practice practice that built his courage his strength his reliance his faith on god that that when joshua climbed to the mountain with moses mount sinai to meet with god i think all of this was part of his practice so that when he was then to go into the promised land he was ready that that practice produced or makes courage that he went through and it made courage. So that all of this practice, so that when he went against, he had already done it before. That he could be strong and courageous. We also see this with David. We see this with David, like the King David, like Slingshot David, the David. <laughs> when he faced Goliath, it wasn't like one day he rolled out of bed and said, no, what am, oh man, what am I going to do with my Thursday? Oh, let's kill a giant. No. He went down, obviously. He was at there to bring his brother some food. Original skip the dishes, I guess. I wonder if he asked for a really big tip. But, and then he heard the giant, and this is what he said. He said, 1 Samuel 17, verse 34. So David was a shepherd uh, before, right? And he was watching his father's sheep. And, and so this was practice for him. First Samuel 17, verse 34 says this. But David uh, persisted, talking to Saul. I, I've taken care of my father's sheep and goats. And he said, when a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from, the mouth, uh, from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I've done this to both lions, bears, and I'll do it to this uh, pagan Philistine too, for he has defiled the armies of the living God. The Lord who, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally, he said, okay, let's do it. But David, he practiced. He practiced courage so that when he was facing the giant, 
He, he had something before. Each time he grew in, in his courageous strength. He grew in courage and strength to trust in the Lord. The courage of saying, this, this is who God is. This is what he does. I've done it before with him. And now today with this giant, of course, I, I'm going to do it again. Because he had practiced. Now, maybe you're here and you think, listen, Josiah, like, I'm, I, I'm not that strong and courageous. Like, I feel like today I'm the furthest thing from that. I don't feel strong. I don't feel courageous. I just wanted my car to start today, Josiah. <laughs> but maybe you feel like today that that is you that, listen, I'm so far away from when I hear this, be strong and courageous, that it's, it's actually not encouraging to me. It's discouraging because I'm not there. I have good news, and it's this, is that courage and strength, it's not you have or you don't that you can grow in the Lord, to grow in strength and courage in Him, in courageous faith to step out as God says, to go beyond what's comfortable on your own, to take uh, what can be hard decisions and take the hard road if God's asking you, go this way, and it's easier to not to, stay in the wilderness, but to instead to take that step of faith of what God has for you. Now, just as Joshua just as David, practice makes courage. Stepping out with God on what he said builds trust, uh, builds reliance on him. That today we have that opportunity too, to, to actually practice makes courage. To grow our courage, our reliance on him. Before pastoring, I had a company and uh, we did high-rise window cleaning. Uh, we did high-rise window cleaning, and what uh, we would do is we would rappel um, down high-rises on ropes like, I don't know, like that big, um, and maybe on two of them, and we would rappel down, and, uh, and what we would do is uh, we'd clean windows, we would, uh, the highest I've been was 40 stories, uh, so 10 stories, 10 feet per story, so I think 400 feet, and uh, and so what we would do is we'd rappel down, and the first time I was freaked out. <laughs> freaked out. Like, you know, it's guaranteed that I'm going to go down. It's just how do I go down? <laughs> and at what rate? Do I bounce? Do I slide <laughs> down? What is happening? And so we, uh, we, finally I would do it over and over and over, and it came to a time where, where actually... I would just not even think of it. I would know, oh, this is just something we do, and I would just hop over it. At the one time, it was like, oh my gosh, this is scary. But the more I did it, the more it's like, oh, it's just something I do. And, and actually, each time, now people, people would be like, oh my goodness, this is so crazy what you do. And I'm just thinking, well, this is what I do. This is just what we do. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, that's something I did. And I think that's the same way with God is you take a step with God, you build your courage, you build your strength, and, and, and other people may be like, why are you doing this? Why are you stepping out in this way? Uh, well, this is just what I do. It's just what I do as you build your courage. See, and, and I would know as I stepped over the edge, 
after a while, I would know this rope can hold me. It wasn't, oh, I know about it, like I could hang my vehicle off of it and it's got me. Well, now I've experienced it. It's got me. There's a difference. See, when you step out in the little with the Lord, it's like, oh, I know he's got me. I know he's got me. There's a difference about knowing about and experiencing, oh, he's got me. He's got me. And so as you step out, you know God, you don't just know God's with you, you experience God is with you. You know, I think David, he needed the lion, the bear to practice and know, not just know, but to experience God is with me. He's my protector if he had me then so that when he then went to the giant, he could go forward. I think in our life, you and I, there will be lions and bears in order for you and I to develop courage and to take the giant, if you will, to take the land. I wonder, though, how many times did God, God put something in his word for you to step out in? Or, uh, or you hear something on Sunday and God, God stirs your heart. You read something in his word, like, okay, God says, okay, pray for this person. All right, do this with the, the issue that you're having with your kids or trust me in, my, in your finances and, and partner with me or join a community or help this person or serve here or be consistent here. And we push, we push it off. Not right now. Like not right now. It's, it's inconvenient. It, it's it's frust- I, I, I'm, I'm just frustrated with this right now where because it doesn't look like the promised land, I'm not going to do it. This looks more like an Amalekite army and I don't want this. I'm done with the ites. Okay, God? I'm just going to move on. But could that actually be your practice? Could that be where you're actually, that could be your lion or your bear? That, that this is a lion or bear so that you can actually train and practice and build your courage and your strength so that you can actually step into what God has for you. To step in what God has for you. Jesus tells a parable um, of a master who he gave his servants uh, ta- different talents or amounts of money. Five, one, two, one, and another guy, one. And... Uh, a couple of them did good. They doubled him. One dude buried it. Um, he buried it. And when he came back, the ones who were faithful, who did something with what he'd given, he, he gave them more. And he said, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, those who are, are faithful and little, you'll be ruler over much. I wonder how many times God's asking us to do the little to train us and, and, and to, to actually help us practice so that then we can actually handle the much that he has for us. So that we can actually step into the promised land that he has for us as we're faithful and little. To take the opportunity when God says, okay, step out in this little thing, that it builds courage to practice um, for you. You know, sports teams, uh, like high performance sports teams not only do they practice like on the court or the field or the ice um they also like do video 
right? They, they watch video. They, they watch their past performances on film. They watch the opponent's team and they study it. They study it and they see, okay, how did we do? What can we change? The coach says, okay, you need to change this or you need to change that or this is now how we're doing things. This is how our opponent does things. And uh, they replay so that they can pre-play. Right? They replay what they had done or what their opponent had done so they can pre-play, this is how we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I know this because I've sat beside my wife when she was a university volleyball coach while she was cutting video. Um, super exciting. Um, but just uh, in, amidst uh, God telling Joshua, be strong and courageous, he says, he says this, it's, Joshua 1 verse 8, it says this, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. You know, I really see this as if, so he's, he's speaking to Joshua to study the Torah, the Hebrew Bible. Today, uh, we ha- uh, that we too, just like him, we are to study God's word. And that I really see it as if it's like watching the, the gameplay or the, the video uh, of the past, is that you can actually see how God has done things, what he's worked, and that you can actually then pre-play so you can read about what he's done. It says that faith comes by hearing, in the, hearing the word of God, and it builds your faith. So as you go into his word, you can actually replay what God has done, what he said, so then you can preplay. this is how it's going to go. This is how God's got me. And it can build your faith. It can build your courage. It can build um, your strength. That, that you can actually, so that David's, David's giant can be your lion. So that, so that Joshua's Jericho can be your bear. So that you can actually then step on the shoulders of them and actually go forward into what God says. As he has revelation to, from his word in his faithfulness. That you can go forward. I think it like Revelations 12, 11 tells us that um, they defeated him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. See, as we look at what God has done, what he's said, it builds courage and faith. Practicing and also watching the game tape, if you will. To grow strong and courageous. Can I encourage you to take the land? Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message encouraged you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. If you would like to support a partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. Know God is for you. We love you and have a great week.